Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Oh, I think, I think we your, just we just got a bit more comfortable there, didn't we? Your whole body like cracked. By uh, two vertebrae and a load of fingers. Oof. I'm also sitting on one of my feet. Happy New Year, everyone! Happy New Year! <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> it's alright. They didn't hear it. Just you and I. No, well, you should you should uh, put a special effect on the theme tune just so they can all hear your bones crack. No, everyone can just imagine the sound of a sock full of marbles. <laughs> anyway, hope everyone's had a good festive season. We are back. We are. Um, it's a bit later than we anticipated, but obviously Christmas and then I was away and then I was unconscious for like a week and then busy. So yeah, we're late. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. So today we are going to start with our new, um, what's it called? Format? Format. Type? That's the one. Format. Well, it probably won't be quite so formal. We'll come out with a better name for it or something. Yeah. Format. It's our new format. Our new idea. Our new idea. So today we are going to be looking at a creepy song um, and it's an old folk song. So because it's old, it's out of uh, copyright. So I was able to record it and sing and record it. So that's nice. And then we can have a, have a chat about it and then we can do a creepy folk story. Um, so we're not going too far off the beaten track no, here. So, you know, people seem to like the format and seem it seems to work. But it, this is just a way of making sure we are consistent and we're out every two weeks. And yeah. You know, it'll be a, f- a film, one episode, and then a song, and then a film, and then a song, and blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. We're always going to do something creepy, and then we're going to have a story. Like cracking our bones. That wasn't creepy, that was satisfying. <laughs> um, okay, so I will introduce the songs. What we're going to do is play the song. Obviously, we won't be able to do this for all the songs because of copyright reasons, uh, but for this one we can, which is cool. Yeah. And this song is one that I've known since I was a little kid like i remember it being sung um at various music festivals when i was in, doing in those you know wanky music festivals that people go in for i don't know okay um and i think i sung it and it was definitely sung by other people and this is a song called she moved through the fair and that sounds very appropriate for a fair like setting it wasn't a fair well, it's a festival. music it's festival out, out. oh yeah no, but that's kind nothing of the, like a the fair. modern version of an old fair <laughs> it was you sing in front of a panel of very um, serious-looking people, and then you get marked out of you know, and and there's lots of earnest people watching. It wasn't there was nothing. I quite liked it, but there was nothing fair-like about it. Yeah, that sounds nothing like. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, if you'd like to play the song, and this is okay. this, this okay. is my interpretation of it, and then we can have a little chat about it. My young love said to me. My mother won't mind And my father won't spite you For your lack of kind And she stepped away from me And this she did say It will not be long, love Till our wedding day She stepped away from me And she moved through the fair And fondly I watched her Move here and move there And she went her way homeward with one star away As the swan in the evening 
Do you have any questions? Uh, I, I don't know if I have questions, but I was going to say, you can definitely tell us narrative here. And I think that yes. probably demonstrates why we think we're going to try this out. It's a folk story. It's a folk song. Yeah. It's going to have a story to it. Exactly. So it's, it's for everyone listening. This this is kind of the, the access point, perhaps. Yeah. So just a little rundown of the song, because um, it's, you know, it's written ye olde type language. So I had to Google a lot of the words to actually get what, what a lot of it meant. We um, also didn't pronounce it ye. What? What do you, what do you pronounce it's, it? It's, it's a the sound, so it's the. The. Yeah. Whenever they say ye, ye oldie pub, you're pronouncing it wrong. Oh. It's actually the. Well, I apologise. It's from the printing press days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going off back to Angie. Sorry, anyway. I was trying to be educational. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll shut up. Would you like me to educate you about the lyrics? I right? really would, yeah. So, um, it starts off with, my, my young life said to me, my mother won't mind and my father won't spite you for your lack of kind. So, she's basically saying, or he's basically saying, um, my parents don't mind that you're poor and have no cattle. That's what that Fair means. Fair enough, okay. They don't give, it's fine, they won't mind. Um, Very decent of them. Yeah. Um, and then it's clear that this woman is a seller at the fair, goods, are, you know, moving through the fair with the goods in gear. But the line one star awake makes you think that it's the middle of the night mm. that she's moving through. So yeah, that's a bit strange. Moving, I love the moving line by night. Well, yeah, with one star awake, like the swan in the evening moves over the lake, and you're thinking, why are they there in the middle of the night with her goods and her gear? But it's the middle of the night, so why are they there? Surely the fair isn't open. That's a bit strange, which is already makes you think, oh, creepy. Why are they yeah. there in the middle of the night? Um, and then there's no, um, obviously, the girl dies. They yes. don't, no two are wed. You know, the, the people were saying no two are wed, so these two never made it to the altar because the young lady died. But there's no, there's no uh, explanation as to why she dies. We don't know. She just mm. dies. Um, one theory is, because this is a very old folk song, so no one actually knows like the, the reasoning behind it, but one, one theory is uh, when they say she moved like the swan in the lake that she drowns. That's yeah, an idea. Yeah, I wonder if that's... I mean, yeah. I don't know, there's something about swan, swans looking angelic, perhaps. Yes. If it was a sort of early Christian thing. Yeah, I think maybe. it was, you I know, know, there's the story of the swan princess, isn't there? Like, yeah, actually, you're right. I don't know that, you know, and there's a lot, so there's lots of magic in folklore, people, people being turned into animals. Yep. Obviously, none of this in here, but, you know, you can kind of imagine it, couldn't you? This beautiful young girl being transformed into a swan. 
um, and, you know, being cursed forevermore to swim on the lake, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, at the, at the end, she visits him um, as a ghost. Uh, and he says it so casually, my, my dead love came in, like just, oh, she is. Well, yeah, I mean, so he might have been crying it, but it, maybe after the centuries of reiteration, they, they don't yeah. stop crying if they did it. Who yeah. knows? Um, and I always like the line, her, her, she came in uh, so quietly, she came whatever, that her feet made no din. That's, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing, what must that be like? Well, I'm guessing that's like an old term, like no din, but to well, yeah. us it just sounds like a bit no. clumsy language. Well, like, no, a din, a din is noise. No, I know, but noise, to me so that sounds, like... you wouldn't say, oh, she, you wouldn't say she didn't make... No, I suppose you wouldn't, you wouldn't use the word din so much anymore. So that that's all. It just okay. to me, it sounds quite comical. Like for me, din is like someone like crashing on some drums or you know just going mental. Like ah! so yeah. That, for me, okay. I find that quite. That's just me though. I think. Um, and then the end of the ly- the lyric, um, she says, "It won't be long to our wedding day." What does that say to you? You're next. You're next. That, that kind of implication, <laughs> isn't it? I'm bringing you a message from beyond the grave. Yes, basically. Um, so it's that classic, like, you know, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was really nice to go through this song again and like relearn it and then learn a bit about it. There wasn't much about it online. Um, it's a very old Irish um, song. Mm-hmm. And it's by sung by, it's been sung by Van Morrison, wow, the Chieftains, okay. Charlotte Church and Sinead O'Connor, to name a few. Okay. And the lyrics were first wow, published... Charlotte Church. I mean, you don't hear her name mentioned much now, do no. you? No. The lyrics were first published in 1909 in a big book of Irish country songs. But of course, it's a lot, lot older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine it's one of those ones sung by the fire, you know, um, when people got together in... I don't know. No, like, there, there is sure, not much I'm about sure you're this quite song. right, yeah. Yeah. There is not much about this song um, out there. So it's interesting. If anyone knows anything more about this song, I mean... I, it's, it's, it's cool because I know quite a few folkies, so it'd be interesting to talk to them about this song because there's probably, you know, knowledge going around. It's just not online. Um, well, yes, it's keeping with the oral tradition. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, as far as I can say, it's a very beautiful, haunting song. Um, it is. That it's quite chilling when you think about it. You know, because it's, it's, it's beautiful and lovely lyrics and, you know, oh, very sad. But at the end when she says, you know, it won't be long to our wedding day. <laughs> There's that uh, melancholic ooh. twist. You're <laughs> going to see me yeah, again. Yes. Oh. You will die very soon. <laughs> um, so that that's it really that I have to say about this song. But it is, of course, um, an Irish folk song. And what do the Irish do well? I, 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 I mean, apart from like, you know. Uh, I was going to say do folk music, to be honest. And, folk, and uh, you know. What's it? Uh, whiskey. Um, they do ghost stories really well. That that is true. And you know, there's all sorts of mythical creatures like the banshee and the leprechaun and all this sort of stuff that comes to mind. And we haven't really, Silky, yeah, we haven't read the silky. We haven't really touched upon Ireland at all yet. Uh, but I thought this would be the perfect opportunity. And of course, as she moved through the fair is about a lost bride. I thought I would find an Irish folk story about a lost a lost bride. I imagine there were a few. Yeah, a, an Irish ghost story. Even sorry. Um, so, uh, without further ado, would you like me to tell you an Irish ghost story about a lost bride? I think I would. Should okay. I cue up the music? Uh, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, so after researching She Moved Through the Fair, I then found this story, and it's all about Charles Fort. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. I'll Let's tell hope you. most people haven't as well. Yeah, let me tell you about Charles Fort then. Let's begin. In the southwest of Ireland is the medieval fishing port of Kingsale. This quaint little tourist village boasts a stunning location firmly set between the hills and the shoreline. 
Its narrow streets run like labyrinths, just as they did centuries ago. Charles Fort was built in the late 17th century. Whoops. <laughs> Just throwing petrums on the floor. <laughs> no one was paying attention to me. Sorry. It's okay. Is that better? <laughs> um, right. Serious, serious face. Charles Fort was built in the late 17th century. It was designed to maximise defence against cannon attacks from the land and the water. This stronghold was indeed tested throughout many, many historical battles, such as the Willamite War of 1689, right through to the War of Independence. One notable time, Charles Fort played host to Admiral Penn, who was governor of Kingsale. He was placed there by force after turning traitor to the crown and taking orders from Oliver Cromwell. The admiral had a son called William, who became clerk to the court of Kingsale. In, after his time in Ireland, he travelled to America and became the founder of Pennsylvania. Oh, story. I know. As interesting as these historical facts are, we all know what we're really here for. And Charles Fort is most famous for its ghost story. So I okay. Think, okay. Good. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> I was like, you might have been like, and that's the end. Yeah. Hope you and, enjoyed then you it. and he went, woo. Yes. <laughs> he founded Pennsylvania. I mean, Pennsylvania is used in lots in ghost films, yeah, and yeah. Things, I suppose. Yes, and that is that, and that is it. Yeah, we'll tell we'll tell the ghost story. Okay. The commander of Charles Fort at the time in question was a man named Warrender, and he had a daughter. She was highly privileged and spent most of her life within the garrison itself, which meaning the fort. I had to Google that. You had to garrison. Okay, I, I, had, to, garrison I had to Google is. garrison. Google the garrison. One day, there was a turnover of soldiers at the fort and a touring young officer came to work there. He was handsome and strong and soon caught the eye of the commander's daughter. It wasn't long before the two had fallen madly in love. It was the ultimate whirlwind romance. In the blink of the eye, the couple were betrothed and then married. A full day of festivities was thrown to celebrate the happy couple. However, the fort was still, of course, an operational garrison. So later that evening, nighttime duties were carried out as usual. The newlyweds decided to take the night a nighttime stroll along the parapet. They hadn't gone far. Nice honeymoon. I know, very nice. I mean, you can't actually leave, but, you know, romantic, moonlight. Your dad's nearby. Parapet, lovely. lots of soldiers. <laughs> oh, she likes uniforms. <laughs> Already established that. Oh, she's in heaven. Uh, <laughs> so they decide to take a nighttime stroll along the parapets. They hadn't gone far when the young bride became distracted by a single white flower blooming on the ground below them. A nearby sentry overheard the bride's wish to see the flower more. The flower, the flower. You tell I haven't done this for a while. The flower more closely. Eager to please, he quickly offered to climb down to the the ground and fetch the flower as a wedding gift. That was if the. It's off- a bit cheap, isn't it? Uh, well, she wanted it. This I suppose. Is, so the saint, well, the sentry, you know, he's probably a poor man. There aren't too many like romantic gifts to give when you're in a, inside a barracks. But this really. is the sentry. This isn't the husband. This is one of the nearby oh, soldiers okay. has okay. offered to do it as sweet, a wedding gift. So it's a sweet thing to do. And he's obviously probably wanting to please her, and you know. Make, an, make a good impression because she's the boss's daughter. So I so. think, yeah. oh, I'll get her the flower and uh, that'll make me look really good. And, you know. So he offers to go and get this flower. Um, but he, it's, but that's if the officer husband, the new husband, won't mind 
minding the post for him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So, Sentry goes to get the flower, and the new husband minds his post. The new groom cheerfully agreed and took up the Sentry's musket. And then he waited. And waited. And waited. After a while, when the man had not returned, the officer became a little bit suspicious. And a little while later still, suspecting he may be an absconder, the officer sent his bride down to their chambers so she did not catch cold. It seemed he would have to continue to stand in guard until someone relieved him of his position. So yeah, what a dick. It's basically mm. just used him to like clear off. <laughs> I like this man more. <laughs> quite, quite smart, really, actually. Yeah. His new wife departed and the officer stood shivering and shuffling in the cold night air. After a day of feasting, drinking and dancing, he was quickly growing weary. Know that feeling, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I often go and stand in the cold with a musket after drinking after and dancing a wedding. and feasting. Yeah, that does sound like the nice yeah, end to an evening. It does. Then the, the kebab shop. Then the, <laughs> the nearby century kebab shop. Eventually, he dozed off, leaning on the musket for support. Smart thing to do, isn't it? It's probably quite normal in a weird way. Later that night, the commander, the broad... The bra? Later... <laughs> Sorry. You this can put this bit, you can put this bit in because I just called uh, the commander the bra's father, um, which <laughs> is hysterical because we are seven. Absolutely. Later that night, the commander, the bride's father, Yay. took his usual rounds checking on all the soldiers. Round bras. Round bras. When, wait, the serious bit's coming yep, up, so okay. no laughing. No, no, no. When he reached the sleeping soldier, he stopped in his tracks. The offence of sleeping on the job demanded an immediate penalty. Yep. The commander raised his gun and pulled the trigger. I mean, that seems harsh. Surely Maybe just he really like, did not like his son-in-law. No, but he doesn't know it's him. That's the thing. The commander raised his gun and pulled the trigger. As the bullet hit the figure square in the heart, the commander realised to his horror that he had shot his own son-in-law. So he thought it was just Awkward. one of yeah. He thought it was just one. The, you know, the young sentry had climbed down to get the flower. He just thought it was him asleep on the job. Now, while that's bad, you know, uh, that's not very professional. <laughs> I wouldn't shoot someone dead for that. Personally, <laughs> seems a bit harsh. Maybe it was supposed to have been a warning shot. Who knows? Uh, well, according to you know the story, he like smack bang in the heart. Not even like no cons- wow. no kind of like okay consideration or anything. Back in the newlyweds' chambers, the young bride awoke from a light sleep. The other side of the bed was still cold, so she got up in search of her new husband. She wandered out along the parapets, back to the spot where she had left her love. But what met her eyes sent the young woman reeling backwards. There, lying on the ground, was the corpse of her husband. He lay stiff and bleeding. In despair, she looked over the parapets. Lying there on the ground below was the broken body of her father. Mm. Yeah, he didn't feel very good about what he'd done. Well, no, understandably, Mm. but still. That's a bit of a crap wedding day. Sad times. Well, yeah, it's a very shit wedding day. Like, terrible wedding day. You woke up with such hope and then, oh, no. crap. My father's killed. Father's killed my... Well, again. (laughs) (laughs) Again, my father murdered my husband and then (laughs) threw himself over the side of the wall. The bride felt she had no choice. Heartbroken, she too leapt to her death. Very Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there was a musket right there. I'm just saying, like, yeah. she let it off of a building. When, actually, so did her dad. Like, 
There's a musket right there. Oh, uh, true. There's there's armaments everywhere. Anyway, but you know again, what? like I mean, I, I know people were very tragic back in the day. This is awful. Like it would be horrific. But I wouldn't throw myself off the. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm quite comforted. Well, to I love hear you that. dearly, and I lo- I love my father dearly, and it would be horrific. But yes, I mean, but... it's unlikely he's going to shoot you in the. I mean, he I might. Mean, do. I'd, I'd hope not. <laughs> Let's just jump that hurdle when we come to yeah. it. Eh? Um, you'd have to really piss him off. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So from that day, going back to the bride, yeah, her lonely spirit, still dressed in a wedding gown, uh, naturally, see the well, yeah, yeah, wanders the parapets of the fort. She is said to float silently, desperate and forlorn. So is everyone really nice to brides? Because it, there's a lot of ghosts seem to be in white dresses, and it's ah, oh, it's always another bride. It's just a really prone day to have nasty things happen to you. Well, I suppose on your wedding day, um. You know, feeling is high and emotion is high. And they do say that that's what makes a ghost. So if you die on your wedding day, you're going to be like really high. It's not like dying peacefully in your sleep, is it? You're either going to be like murdered or heartbroken or whatever, you know. So it's going to be high, high emotion and high energy, which would make a ghost, I suppose. I think that's one of the theories. So you're more likely to be a ghost if you die on your wedding day. Perhaps that's it. Or if you're jilted and you commit suicide, something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I always thought, you know, the white flying dress also just gives dramatic... Well, yeah, Flourish. of course it does. Yes, the the white lady, as um, this ghost becomes known, you know, ah, okay. so that she's given a title and is, you know, not a, her name. official. No, her name wasn't mentioned, of course, because you know women aren't important enough to have their names mentioned. A bride on their wedding day. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so she is generally seen as evening turns to night. If you are unfortunate enough to see her, it is said that her presence will cast fear and sorrow into your very soul. Right up until the fort was abandoned, it's said that most, even the most battle-hardened soldier would lock their doors to try and keep her from entering, which is dumb because she's I, a ghost. I, I feel like, yeah, that's not the most effective means, yeah. but okay. So, this ghost has now become the White Lady, as okay. I said. Yeah. The spirit is described as beautiful and sad, and there have been many eyewitness accounts for people who have said they've seen her. Would you like to hear some? Yeah, yeah, I am okay. curious. Seen or felt, I suppose I should say. Ooh. One, not like that. No, 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 no. Well, hey! <laughs> I didn't think it was that kind of situation. Well, she never she never did get to, uh, you know, no, no, no. on her wedding night. So, um, well, that's a long time to wait. One local claimed that he was out for a jog by the old fort. As he jogged, he realised that one of his shoelaces was undone, so he stopped to retie it. He bent down and put a hand up against the wall of the fort to help him balance. Focusing on the shoelace, he suddenly became aware of another hand making contact with his. Oh, lovely. It reached out and held his hand, almost as if to help him keep balance. That's nice. I mean, it's nice, but you would shit yourself, wouldn't you? (laughs) I would shit myself. I'd be surprised for sure, yes. In another instance, a nursemaid at the fort saw the white lady standing over her child's cot. This would have been when the fort yeah, was still Yeah, she's quite a caring. Yeah, well, I think she is quite, but, well, just just hang on a bit, because there's... Yeah, I'm sure they get nasty. So, but... um, so this, I guess, will be when the fort was still in use. Everyone have mood swings. Um, might have been on a period, because, you know, that makes all of us women she's crazy. A ghost. Well, you know, ghosts might have periods. They go to the toilet. We know that well, from BBC title, Ghosts. Ghosts might have periods. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But we know from BBC Ghosts yeah. that they still go to the toilet. We don't know if that's in the remake of the US one there. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't wish to I don't even wish to talk about that. Okay, fair enough. They they, they need to get their own ideas. In another instant sorry, any US listeners. Really sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but come on. <laughs> like, why? Why would you remake ghosts? It's perfect as it is. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> 
In another instance, a nursemaid in the fort saw the white lady standing over her child's cot. And years later, um, a sergeant's child asked her father who the lady in white was. She had seen her smiling down at her. Yeah, and smiling? Okay. Yeah. But you warned me this is going to get nastier, so... So, the white lady isn't always so gentle and kind, however. Mm. Over the years, the soldiers at the fort, mainly captains, have been reported feeling that they'd been pushed down the stairs by unseen hands. They also reported seeing a ghostly woman drifting through locked doors. So I said, what's the point locking your door? She's going to get in. Different people, I assume. Yeah. She also wanders the streets of Kingsale, where she once lived. There's, well, she about, then. there's even a hotel named the White Lady after her, where she apparently appears every few weeks. <laughs> You'll like this. You'll like this. It's like a poster. With appearing here this evening. Exactly. Wait, you like this. Support from. <laughs> so one guest even claimed to have seen the ghost on New Year's Eve, making herself some toast. Um... <laughs> Probably just a drunk person, but... I really like that. That's the first time I've ever heard of a ghost making toast. Well, there was one I heard on another podcast. It it stuck with me. I think it was on the podcast called um, UK Ghost Stories, which isn't even a thing anymore. And he told a story about um, someone who goes made made a cake and just left it in the oven. Wow. So they woke up. They lived on their own. I mean, that's the kind of poltergeist you want. Yeah, no one had broken in. There was like no sign of anyone being there. And Mm -hmm. there was just a, 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 a cake in the oven. Like fully Haunted made. Haunted by yeah. a patisserie baker. Yeah. I mean, I love that story. That is cool. Yeah. So uh, the white lady apparently was seen making herself some toast on New Year's Eve. I mean, that one sounds a little out <laughs> of line with the other activities, but you never know. And ghosts can't eat. Like, they famously can't eat, but, you know. Um, I'm going on all my knowledge from BBC's ghosts by this. But um, <laughs> And lastly, some locals also believe they have seen uh, the ghost of the father's bride governor warrender ah. and his ghost is said to appear as a grief-stricken man who sobs uncontrollably i mean that's sort Fair of understandable play. yeah perhaps one day the two spirits might find each other and who knows maybe Some there's peace. a reason they don't hang around in the same place well she'd be pretty pissed off with him I absolutely imagine. so but it's been a long time you know i mean forgive and forget Nah, uh, not sure that's well, they might works. not be so lonely if they find each other i don't know um, so yeah, that's it. That's um, so maybe one day we need to go to uh, Kingsale, yeah, in Ireland, and look for the white lady. That would be very exciting. Yeah, just just to go to Ireland would be cool. Yeah, I, I, I would want to go to Ireland for ages. Yeah, um, never been. Someone who's now been to Africa and like <laughs> Dubai, but have never been to Scotland or Ireland is ridiculous. I, mean, I have been to Scotland. I relatives, haven't. But... No, been to Wales, not been to Scotland or Ireland. It is stupid. I would like to go. <laughs> um, so, did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, good. That's a fun story. It was a good story, wasn't it? Uh, you know, it's it's quite classic in a way, but it's got you know a few twists and turns which yeah. you wouldn't usually expect. No, no, I actually quite like, weirdly like the setting of yeah. it as well because that's the when you say fortress, you kind of think medieval castles. That's yeah. not a medieval castle. That's no. one of those pointy, weird shaped ones that yeah, 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 has cannons all sticking out of it. Yeah, it'd be a very interesting place to visit. If anyone's been there, do do give us a shout and let us know because it'd be cool to like yeah, take a selfie with the yeah. uh, with the white lady. Yeah, or if anyone's seen the white lady or has just been to Fort Charles, like do let us know because mm. it's very interesting. Um, yeah, so obviously a shorter episode today because we're we're doing the new format. In two weeks' time, we'll be releasing um, 
a normal a episode one. and uh, we've, we've already watched the film and it is a listener suggestion it so is. thank you very much we'll reveal it obviously um, in the next episode um, really looking forward to this one because it was great fun to watch yeah it was um, kind of want to rewatch it again yeah uh, so as anyway. usual uh, you can get in touch with us at the ghost gig, at ghostgiguk at gmail.com that is ghostgiguk at gmail.com I can't speak. Um, give us a hello on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And obviously, if you have any favorite creepy songs as well as films, do let us know. Absolutely. I mean, there are some absolute classics, as we know, and we're open to any kind of, you know. Oh, yeah. We started on folk music. We started because on folk that, music. That seems sensible, but. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, though. Like everything yeah, and anything. Yeah. As long as there's kind of some kind of horror or scary theme to the song, we're, we're, we're open oh, to I, it. Oh, I've sold already. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So give us give us some, some ideas. We'd love to hear some ideas. Um, and also keep on, keep on coming the horror film recommendations. And of course, if you have any scary stories of your own to send in, please do. Because it'd be so cool to do a listeners episode again. Yeah. We've only done the one so far. And it'd be amazing to do another one. Uh, yeah. That, I, I think, think that's covers it. us. Yeah. Happy yeah. New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, hope that you've enjoyed this. Let us know what you think, whether it works, whether it doesn't work. Um, and we will speak to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.